And time for the O-Deck with Gordo, brought to us by Tylock George Laser Eye Care and A Number One Air. It's very distracting because there's the great smell of breakfast cooking that is filling this clubhouse right now. You call us a clubhouse? What do you call this? Yeah, yeah it's a clubhouse. Okay. Um, the best smelling meal to be cooked is breakfast, right? Because you oftentimes will have coffee and bacon, which are the two greatest cooking smells are other than i would say grilled onions if someone's grilling up onions that's a great smell what if someone grilling hamburger that's pretty good what about eggs the uh (laughs) also anything with butter that's in a pan yeah you know something's on when yeah something something good's happening Mm -hmm. garlic santa claus is in the kitchen yeah (laughs) garlic's good too yeah that is a good one I think we named all the top ones. But you're right, though. That smell of breakfast in the air is pretty awesome. I don't know why. It's, it has to also be associated with the fact it's at the beginning of the day. Like, I have positive associations because I remember spending, you know, the, the night at my grandparents' house. And anytime you could smell that breakfast was cooking in there, grandma was fixing pancakes for everyone. I just love that. Yeah. She'd make them from scratch, too. And you'd ask her the recipe, and she'd go, "I don't, I don't. There's no recipe." She <laughs> yeah, would just, just she would knows what ingredients yeah, to put just in there. Grab a hand of flour and grab a pinch of this and all that. It was just wild. Yeah, that people would cook without recipes. To me, <laughs> when I did pancakes, I always did the uh, whatever the container is that you pour some water into that already oh, yeah. has the mix in it, and you just shake that up and pour that into a pan. <laughs> yeah, that works. And I'd mess that up half the time. <laughs> Pancakes were always hard for me to get right because you'd have to have the temperature just right. That was the problem. Yeah. I try to cook them too fast. Well, and you want the magic to happen so quickly. Yeah, and they would uh, burn on the bottom and still be goopy in the center. <laughs> it was very frustrating. But then I would use probably a tub of butter on a stack of pancakes. I believe it. And I don't understand people... That only use just a tiny amount of butter on anything. That's me. Really? Yeah, you just need yeah. a little bit. You just need the taste. You don't need I like a the, boatload of butter. Yeah, I like the taste. I just the reason I use a little is because I don't want to coat my arteries with all that lard. Okay, so yours is just a health choice. Yeah. But, but I if love you the had taste. if you had your druthers, you would have a breakfast that was half pancake and half butter. Like, they, they weigh the same amount. I don't know about that much, but I would put more on, yeah. Because I do love the taste. I love the taste of butter on bread. You just really do, you overdo things like whipped cream and butter. Yeah, I'm from the South. That's what we do. We I've never seen anyone food. douse it like you do. And you over syrup. Yeah, that was another thing. <laughs> I don't want <laughs> that much on there. I wanted a stack of pancakes that were almost floating in syrup and butter. Yeah. Melted butter That's just that too had much. mixed with the so syrup and that had floated the pancakes. <laughs> that was ideal. Do you also over cheese, like on your pasta, like when they're shredding the Parmesan? I feel like we've had some violent incidents at Italian restaurants violent. with you, where you're like, "Keep it coming, keep it coming, yeah. keep it coming." No, that's Let's not go. enough. Keep going. No, back <laughs> it up. I don't think I over Parmesan. It depends. Yeah, I, I can see that if it's the fresh done Parmesan. Yeah. The one of my most hated. There's a couple of my most hated foods. Uh, ballpark nachos. I've never understood why anyone would want those 
the round chips that they then pour that fake cheese over. I can't stand that. Yeah, and I know so okay. many people that love it. Yeah, it's not a next level nacho, but it's okay. And then the uh, the other one was something you were talking about. Now I can't remember what it was. What were you just talking about? Pasta. Oh no, where you're the, parmesaning the um, that fake parmesan that you would shake out with oh, a can yeah. of powdered stuff. Yeah, yeah. That was so gross to me. I try to avoid that. But the one where they magically shave it in the meat grinder at it's your table so fresh. You Ooh. you imagine that that block of cheese was just finished back in it some was room just inside with the cow. cow. Yes. Yeah, the cow just just uh, excremented it out, it out. <laughs> just moments before. The other thing is is Parmesan great. knows that it's a it's an eternal second though to mozzarella cheese, so Parmesan knows that it's an eternal second. Yeah. Huh. I mean, it's not as good as mozzarella. Hot it just depends on the dish. Opinion. They're totally different. They're totally different Totally cheeses. different cheeses, I realize that. but It's hard to compare cheeses because they serve different functions. <laughs> Put that hard. on the shirt. <laughs> <laughs> the greatest of all the cheeses probably is cheddar. It's Yeah, it's very useful. Uh, you can use it on so many different things. Yeah. Yeah, in terms of versatility. Okay, I have another hated food item. Something that I never liked that other people seem to prefer. And that is the, and I won't mention a brand name, but there was a famous brand that sold singles. Oh, yeah. You know, that you take the cellophane off of that come in the square yeah. shape. and American I, cheese. I could not stand that. I mean, I ate it because that's what they fed you when you were a kid. But I know people that prefer that in grilled cheeses, and I'm like, that is the worst for grilled cheese. It does That's make me. a good Why grilled cheese. Why are you cheese? raising your hand? Because it makes That's, a good grilled cheese. That's what we lived off in college in yeah. the dorms, making our own grilled cheese with two slices of American cheese. And i got to tell you, oh, they were amazing. You get they it. were really good. Yeah. You get putty mouth, the way that it sticks no. to the roof of your mouth. That's gross. No, no. Have you, did you ever try making a grilled cheese with cheddar cheese? Well, no, sure. but It was so much better. I don't remember doing that. It sounds gross. Why? God works. It works it wonderfully. Too but Junior's right. I'll tell you another underrated one. Munster cheese. Make a grilled cheese with Munster cheese, and I think that sure. you will. That's fine. It will change a lot of your relationships. I think Monterey <laughs> Jack may stand up the cheddar and challenge cheddar. What makes a Jack cheese? A sharpness or a spiciness? Maybe but you can get sharp cheddar, but you don't call that cheddar Jack. <laughs> Do you call it Munster? No. <laughs> Munster is more of a creamy, buttery cheese. What about Adams? Is there an Adams cheese or just Munster? No, yeah, they're competing <laughs> goth cheeses. Uh, so, yeah, what makes it a Jack cheese, and why do we have Pepper Jack, and then we also have... Uh, I think that one. means it's Santa approved. Monterey it's Jack. Jack. There are so many different kinds of cheeses, and yet there's only just a few animals we get cheese from. Yeah. Do you like goat cheese? Yeah. I love goat cheese. I do too. Yeah. Now, I've never made a goat grilled cheese. That would be gross. <laughs> that would be weird. A grilled cheese with goat cheese. Sure. i tell you another one, though, that I cannot stand, and that is blue cheese. That I is hate oh, it. Oh, man, you're out. Thing. Blue? That, awesome. It's, it's one of the worst deals that God has ever allowed. Go- seriously? Blue cheese makes me vomit. How can I people could eat it eat? every day? Oh, oh, it's rotten. In a salad, it's beautiful. 
It's curdled, rotten, gross, Grapeless. sour. And what's the discoloring that's inside it? It's magic. What's happening there? It's mold. called magic. No, no. See, I think Craig's right. I think it's like mold that they didn't mix into the cheese. I don't care. Tastes good. It does not taste good. It tastes like an old basement or something. An old basement? <laughs> something like Boy. that. No. There's, there are too many cheeses, and we do need to thin the ranks a little bit. We need to get it down to three. Well, I'm not, I'm not going that far. I'm just saying that certain things like blue cheese and, uh, there's another one that's similar. Is it Gorgonzola? You would have a riot if you got rid of blue cheese. People would put that on a shirt. (laughs) People would protest. There would be marching in the streets. Would people riot? Yes, they would. If you said there's no more blue cheese. No, they would not riot. Yes, they would. I think that blue cheese is one of the least favorite cheeses. We'd have to get rid of 30% of our salads. What? I, you know what? I will bet you that blue cheese dressing is in decline. The popularity. Uh, oh, I know it is. Of, I don't think any. I hardly ever hear like it's at a restaurant. It's one of the best deals we've never, ever had. It's not one of your options anymore. I don't think people eat blue cheese anymore much. You are crazy. Just because you don't eat it, but blue cheese is always a top four choice at a restaurant. I'm going to Google is blue cheese dressing in decline. That's they always put on the wedge okay. salad. You get a wedge salad. What's on it? Blue cheese. Why? Because well, it's a top you, five cheese. Can you leave off the blue cheese? That's no. what you should ask. People want it, and they'll riot if they don't have it. I don't think that they would riot at all. I think that it would be better if you replace blue cheese with cheddar cheese on Cobb salads. <laughs> then you wouldn't have a Cobb salad. It would be a spare salad. What makes it a Cobb salad? Blue cheese. No. It's that ridiculous piece of lettuce that they... Randall Cobb. They cut in half. Isn't Cobb salad the one that comes with like the Did he buy from Packers? It's, it's all tightly packed. You know what I'm talking about? The what now? Everything. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know what you're talking about. Everything. Cobb salads, don't yeah. they? Aren't they uh, in the lettuce form, like um, like a tightly packed half head of lettuce? Cobb salad is that, that's, loose... that's the wedge. That's the wedge oh, okay. salad. That's the yeah. wedge. And it always has blue cheese on it. Well, then what's a Cobb salad? Because people like what's it. What's the difference in a wedge salad and a Cobb salad? Cobb salad, I don't know. It just has a lot of stuff in it, like uh, the chicken and nuts and all that mess. <laughs> mess? <laughs> Should you ever have nuts in a salad? Sure. Oh, yeah. I love that. When they have the pecans and the... Yeah. yeah. The only thing I can find about... Blue cheese dressing online is this one site that says it's the worst deal we've ever had. <laughs> okay, That's true. That is so true. All right. Uh, anyway. <laughs> what was that all about? The, the story I was going to tell you about was was about, maybe I'll cover this in Muse today. I'll tease ahead at 7.15. An 11, no, a 10-year-old boy stole his mom's car. And you won't believe how many miles he made it before he was pulled over. When I was 10 years old, I could have driven a long way. In a car, I don't. When think you I were ten, yeah. I don't had you think driven? I could, a, no. Had you driven a car? Yeah, I'd, I'd, by that age, I'd driven. I'd driven. I'd driven my grandfather's truck. Like not uh, just sitting pastures. in someone's lap or anything like that. You actually Correct. had driven it. Yes. And was it a standard? No. Huh. I don't think I stole ten. my parents' car until I was like thirteen or fourteen. And I drove it around the block. Yeah, and I was good by the time I was 13 or 14. Yeah, I could do that okay. I could not have done that at 10, I don't think. Man, I don't know. You guys were stealing cars early. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we lifted a few. I remember I was 13 or 14 and took it 
took my mom's Monte Carlo and drove it around the block, and it it was both exhilarating and terrifying. Yes. Did you? Get we listed a neighbor's no? uh, vehicle that we had the keys to. Me and you Tony stole Wright-Tan. your your neighbor's vehicle. Borrowed it for a, a bank robbery. No, a we didn't rob anything. <laughs> we, we just went around, and we were actually on a small highway at the age of fourteen. Damn, thirteen or four, thirteen. Wow, that is, boy, complete early criminal behavior right there. <laughs> <laughs> and did they ever find out? No. Where was this in uh, Carrollton or Lano? Uh, Lano. Okay. I mean, we didn't have anything to do, and we they, yeah, they grew. There up were fast no cars. The there were no cars on this little uh, farm to market road. And looking back, it was crazy dangerous, but we were pretty good. We like never veered off into the shoulder or anything. No seat belts. Oh no, nobody wore those back then. Gosh, probably had a cold one open. <laughs> no, Cigarette we weren't drinking. Going. Didn't you say that? But you're... we were. <laughs> you did. You had a cigarette going. No. <laughs> no. Did you say that your dad uh, would have Coleman when driving on long trips? I do remember there being a cold one. Yeah. My, I, me- I remember my <laughs> yeah. uncle taking us to Maverick games when we were in high school, and he had a cold one going. <laughs> You didn't like hammer five or six. You yeah, just yeah you just had one going. Yeah. Tasteful one. Right. <laughs> well, I just adding that adjective makes it okay. <laughs> a tasteful cold one. That makes it think they've thought it through. Right, right. right. Like it's a refined experience. <laughs> All right, anyway. Okay, so that's coming up in news. Right. Yes. That story about the kids stealing sure. the 